Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Hi, my name is Lewis Howes, and welcome to the Daily Motivation Show. I wrote my eulogy about 10 years ago. What did that do for you when you did it? It gave me incredible clarity about what my life needs to become. Writing my eulogy told me what direction my life needed to go. I edit it pretty frequently. In 10 years, I've realized how much a human being can do. They were, they were small visions 10 years ago, and now they are not small visions. Why do you think it's important to read it frequently? There's two reasons. One is, as I said earlier, it directs your life. Two, and this is an even bigger reason, it reminds you that you're going to die. There's something unbelievably sobering about recognizing the fact that your story is going to end, you're going to leave the planet, and you're not coming back. My development team, I've asked them, do you think on the eulogy page you can actually have a countdown timer based on the average life expectancy of the country that you that, live in? That's crazy. Yeah. I think you, know, you know how much time I've got left? You said 30 years, right? Yeah, two Lucy's. Lucy two was my chocolate 15. lab. Oh, man. And she lived to be 14 years old. My wife called her my first wife because Lucy and I were married before Betsy and I were married. And we put her down two Saturdays ago. Oh, man. And it was absolutely heartbreaking. Oh. She got me two Betsy. And then she got Betsy and I to Emmeline. Oh, man. And she had a, you know, a big tumor, terrible arthritis, and finally the vet said, this look, is... you know, you're, you're hitting that point where you're actually punishing her to keep her alive any longer. So we, I made the right decision. So when I think about when I brought Lucy home to when we said goodbye to Lucy, so much happened, Lewis. But the reality is I have two more of those. Like I can get one more puppy and I'll have the same painful and beautiful and wonderful experience, and then one after that, and then we will be put down together. Betsy and I just made a decision the other day. I can't remember what the opportunity was, but it was a really big financial opportunity. We said, look, you know, it's one day that you don't get to see your daughter. You know, is it worth it? And even this, I'm in LA, I live in Nashville. Flew out this morning, I'll be in bed tonight. I will see her tonight. (laughs) No, because you just go, but you know, if we didn't die, yeah, of course I'm gonna go make that money. You got forever. You know, so it creates this real beauty of urgency. Mm-hmm. And also, you, you start going, well, if I'm going to die and I can't take any money with me, maybe I should pay my employees more. What I want is Emmeline to, to, when she's 80, to go to Goose Hill and explain to her children and her grandchildren what happened here. And if I'm on an airplane, what needs to happen here for her to do that won't happen. Mm-hmm. So I got to be home. And without death, I don't think I would have that realization. They're saying our kids are gonna live into their hundreds. You know, that's where technology's going. So if, it, if I make it to 80, Emmeline's 30 when I pass away, she's gonna do 70 years without dad. Wow. 70, she, by the time she dies, she will not really remember what I look like. Oh my gosh. And she will have altogether 12 seconds worth of memories at one time of the 30 years that I spent with her. They're just little moments, like when he passed you the popcorn at the game. Right, they're right. just literally these little milliseconds. I'm not gonna risk a chance to 
wow. create some of those, embed those in her brain. Yeah, it's not worth it. I was 387 pounds. You know, I'm 210 now. That's amazing. Um, thanks. Congrats. And you know, do you know what? One of the main reasons I was 387 pounds, I was subconsciously convinced that if my life were so miserable and I couldn't control myself, a rescuer would come and help me. Everything that you think you're going to get by thinking of yourself as a victim, you're not going to get. The person who gets that is the person who's actually heroic, you know, who's humble, honest, and willing to transform, you know, realizes they don't have the capability to get this thing done. And so they transform. What I don't like or I'm not super comfortable with are books and ideas that say you are enough. You're not enough. If you, if you are an unhealthy person, you're not enough to be in a healthy relationship. You have to change. What we're trying to avoid there is judgment. But here's the key. Let's admit we're not enough and leave the judgment out of it. Let's admit, you know what? I'm not enough to be in a healthy relationship, but I get to change. And changing is fun and it's exciting. And I can't wait to see who I become. We have to hold this idea that we're not there yet and a lack of judgment at the same time. Yeah. And then we have like this that. really fun, meaningful life in which we get to transform. I like that a lot. I wouldn't say you're not enough. I would say it's okay to not be enough. But you're not enough. You know, instead of saying like, you are enough and you've got everything, let's actually say you're not enough and that's okay. Yeah, I like Do that. Do you want to change? Okay, well, let's go on a journey together. Great <laughs> stories that we get to experience are stories about us overcoming deficiencies. So thank God you have a deficiency. Now you have an opportunity make something really cool happen in your life. Mm -hmm. Both victimhood and villainy are coping mechanisms. They're, they're how we cope with really hard things. Neither of them are productive. The only thing that's productive is saying, okay, this is a hard thing. I accept it. I accept the dynamics that are in play here. I do not deny them. I do not reject them. Mm -hmm. Let me grieve a second. Now let me engage heroically and transform into the person that it takes to conquer this thing. I am so excited for you to finish the rest of your day strong. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to click the link in the description and it'll take you to the full episode of my other show, The School of Greatness. Make sure to come back tomorrow for another episode of The Daily Motivation Show. Meet the next generation of podcast stars with Sirius XM's Listen Next program presented by State Farm. As part of their mission to help voices be heard, State Farm teamed up with Sirius XM to uplift diverse and emerging creators. Tune in to Stars and Stars with Isa as host Isa Nakazawa dives into birth charts of her celeb guests. This is just the start of a new wave of podcasting. Visit statefarm.com to find out how we can help prepare for your future. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.